Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idol Chat. I am Jonathan Idol, a.k.a. Johnny Idol. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Hi, Bess. Oh, my God. It's starting. It is. We are once again coming out a little late. Uh, there's yeah, it's our, Thursday. It's Thursday instead of our usual. Our apologies. Thank you for being patient. It was just one of those weeks. Where we just couldn't get it done. But here we are. How's it well, going? you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. It's the other tea day. Yeah. I feel like we have some wiggle room. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, right? I, that's why when I made the announcement and said that we, I yeah. just said later in the week it was coming. Yeah. Anyway. So. I feel like if as long as we get it between Tuesday and Thursday, then I feel pretty pretty well on time. I don't know about you, but no, I'd like to get I'd like it to be on Tuesday, but I think our listeners are super awesome and they understand that every now and then real life gets in the way. Yeah, we you know, we'll, we'll probably a, get some hate mail, but yeah, yeah. You know. I well, I hurt my jaw the other day too. How'd I hurt my jaw? You ask. Yawning, <laughs> getting mm. old is awesome. <laughs> you were you're involved with like extreme yawning yeah, championships yeah. worldwide, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So tough. Little, it, you your body goes through a lot, a lot of rigorous training for that. <laughs> There's a lot of like unhinging, a lot of sleeping and not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, look, and I wanted to touch on a couple things really quick before we get started. Okay. First, I've decided that I'm going to try to um, cut back on the swearing on here. Because you're tired of being reprimanded? No, I've you're never been reprimanded. I just think that like... Uh, don't get me wrong. There's still going to be plenty of foul language. <laughs> I'm just going to try to find uh, more creative ways oh, to I do like it. I like that challenge. I think, you know, like instead of dropping an F-bomb, I'm going to say what I've been saying while I play golf for years. <laughs> and I'm going to say balls instead of the F-bomb. That like kind of golf thing. balls. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right, it. that kind of thing. I think I'm just going to try to be a little more creative with it. Is what I like it is. that. There's a lot yeah. of words up in that brain. Shake it around. Get some mm, random remember, stuff it's out. It's shaking around plenty. <laughs> There's nothing that makes me laugh more than just a random something. Yeah, a I know. Unexpected something. Yeah, that's your favorite thing oh, ever. It's like the best. Yeah. We were watching a video the other day and somebody goes, you're a big girl's blouse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the yeah, best. He goes, uh, what a weird you're a big statement. girl's blouse. Yeah, it was on our guys. <laughs> it wasn't an insult. It was just a statement. It yeah, was so funny. Call him a big girl's blouse. And he goes, Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> Who says that? And then and then like when something happens, he goes, oh, Shawshank. Like what? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. gonna try to be a little more creative with it. I love that's it. All. Yeah, that's, that, that's the guys in How Ridiculous. If you guys don't watch How Ridiculous, there are three Australian guys who are just living the dream, man. Yeah, they're living the dream. Yeah, they're they just the dream. all kinds of challenges, going out, breaking world records, and stuff like that. YouTube is a phenomenal place. It really is. It brought television to the people, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. There's Everybody so can... much amazing content on there that's just people who have a passion to film and talk and well, put I mean, out stuff. Now that we mentioned that, I mean, should we discuss what we've talked about? Uh, I think we should keep that under wraps. We're going to keep it under wraps? Yeah. Until what? Until it happens? Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Let's there... tease it out real good. We'll discuss that later. The other thing I wanted to say is I came to a realization the other night. People... I want to say mostly like family people, mm -hmm. okay? Relatives? No, I mean people that have families. Don't, don't be. Got a, it. 
I'm just don't be having a, conversation and clarifying. Don't be a bag of balls, okay? So, <laughs> don't be a big girl's blouse. Don't be a big girl's blouse, yeah. <laughs> I think that at least half of the people out there who drive like big luxury SUVs. Sure. I believe, in my opinion, at least half of them are only driving said big luxury SUV because they're afraid and too embarrassed to admit that they like minivans. Mm. It's true. Yeah. I believe that. Think about it. Go. Well, yeah. If you have somebody in your life that is harshly opposed to a minivan, but they're driving an SUV, they really need to reevaluate why they're putting a, a block where they're putting a block. Here's a thought. Take They're repressing something. Take six people yeah. on a road trip. Yeah. On one road trip, take them in your luxury SUV. Mm. And on the next road trip, go in a minivan that has has a similar accoutrement. If you okay. are, that's right, I broke out accoutrement. Man, a bucket chair in the back seat is great. And you tell me which vehicle <laughs> th- th- has a more comfortable road trip. And I, I'm betting the minivan. If if you have any yeah, you think? balls at all. I said balls again. If you have any balls this at is all. This ladies and gentlemen. It's over. You're going, I, I think that if you if you have any guts. Like you, a ball, this it. is rolling downhill very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> Let's face it. Though, picking up speed as we go. My entire life has been rolling downhill, picking up speed. <laughs> <laughs> There's something sharp I'll and say, fiery. I'll say this yeah. in the same vein. People have a fervent dislike for the fanny pack. Yeah. When truly it's a hands-free purse or backpack. It's it's a fully mm. hands-free front-facing pouch that's super convenient, but for some reason, society has decided to shun that. So now we just all have to look down on it when really yeah. it would come in handy so often. I had a, I went through the fanny pack thing for a long Dude, time. there's nothing wrong with a fanny pack. Same as a hands-free umbrella. Convenience <laughs> yourselves. Stop living in the past. Stop living according to other people's... Uh, view of what should be cool and what should shouldn't be yeah you know what i mean yeah take a stand believe in yourself we believe in you (laughs) do we though? don't talk to yourself like that stop it (laughs) (laughs) another thing i want hitting yourself i I just snorted great (laughs) i (laughs) i also wanted to say this too if you guys want a little uh, if if this little (laughs) weekly visit with us isn't enough of a look into what goes on in my head on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we have some like guided meditation apps. Yeah. Right. And you found one that's really, really good. And it's a guy basically trying to bring you back to center. Like if you're starting to freak out, he, he's, you know, you're, you're stressed out about this thing over here on the left. You're stressed out about that thing on the right. You're, you know, just everything. Sure. You know, so much stimuli. And he says, bring it back to center. And his sound, what? Nothing. You were just gazing off. And- I was thinking about something. I've processed. Move wow. on. Wow. It looked like you were having a stroke. Mm. <laughs> a stroke, it looked like this. <laughs> Good point. All right. Anyway, he has a thing that says, bring you back to center. And he makes a sound. Shoop. That's his sound. Shoop. 
bring it back Locking to center. everything else out. And bring it back refocusing. to center. And I see it as a strong magnet. And then you finally turn it on and everything that's supposed to be attached to the magnet shoot, yeah. centers. I discussed, I remember this five minutes. I need to take notes before I talk to my therapist, okay, on Thursdays. <laughs> I... I thought of it right before and I told her this and she said, oh, we're going to have to talk about that next time we talk. Right. Okay. I, when, every time I hear him say that sound, shoop, I imagine a hunting knife <laughs> mm. flying straight through the air, not end on end. It's mm-hmm. leading with its point and sticking right in my sternum. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right. So we're having this calm, meditative moment of refocusing, and here you are being brutally stabbed in the sternum. Yeah, but it's not enough to like go through the sternum or open my chest. It goes just enough to stick in my sternum. That's what I imagine every single time. It's not really relaxing. There is, but it's effective. I mean, that happens. There's nothing else you're thinking about. So if you're wondering if I'm always this weird, yes, there's something wrong. Between my ears. It's just the way that it is. All if you're right. overwhelmed with things going on around you and then someone stabs you in the chest, you're suddenly not going to be thinking about any of those other things that were overwhelming you. That is a really solid point. <laughs> That's a really good point. You're, you're suddenly, so, things are going to be a little, yeah, little more. Yeah, refocus. In, in exactly. maybe not the best way, but it, effective nonetheless. Also, so the last thing I want to touch on before we get going, our good friend Andy Sauer he sent me a series of texts today. Now, every week we ask people, guys, give us your give feedback. Us, give us your feedback. Give us, and then we ne- people do, and we never address it. Because, yeah, we yeah. immediately ignore them, block them, unfriend. Yeah, that's yeah. because we're we're Just yeah self serving narcissists. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Anyway, we talked about the thing with the headlines and we're like, what's with these headlines? Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do I a I knew quick... he would have the inside scoop because he did this for a long time. Yeah. So he, sa- he said, here's the deal with headlines. It's hard to write good headlines. At its simplest, a good headline is supposed to tease you into a story, not tell the story. Yeah. Right? If you're it's telling just, the whole story in the headline, why you're, have the you're story. missing your mark. Yeah. Right. You're alien- alienating your audience. Second... Now he doesn't know he he doesn't know how things have changed with the online news stories, but with the physical papers, there are so many design considerations, mm. and some headlines had bigger typefaces than others to mm. emphasize the importance. So that would also because they had a layout that would also sure. limit the space that 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 things would fit in. So that's part of it too. And the thing with layout, there are very like strict rules. Mm-hmm. Okay, about how it's done. Like you can't split a noun from its verb in a deck. The deck is is the headline, uh-huh. and you can't end a deck with a preposition. Right. So, I mean, and he says here he used to have to write somewhere in the vicinity of fifty headlines a night on a brutal deadline. So mistakes happen. Wow. So sometimes just sure. Yeah. Mistakes yeah. Happen, yeah. I know? really so. hope our. I really hope our episode didn't come across as us making fun of journalists. No, no, no. I don't think it did at all. I really don't. Because it certainly is like a high intensity, fast production type of setting right. most of the time. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes the mistakes are just... Then again, if there's a mistake... Have so you, much value because they become funny. And what if that is... What if it looks like a mistake, but it's intentional? It draws you into the story. Right. You know. And he says here, every every month... 
I love this. They had they had a month they had a monthly headline writing contest where the winner would get twenty bucks, and uh, and he just factor that into his budgeting every month for three years until he left the paper so i mean so honestly they should still be sending him checks they should be right so anyway there's a that's the this the general the general gist of it i I I found it really interesting i never really thought about i never really thought about like wording and and how you you couldn't separate things and you had to get these fit fit into a space and things so anyway i thought that was interesting so yeah very cool yeah if anybody is ever an expert or semi-expert on something that we're talking about and you have things to add or clarify for Please us. Please contact us. We love us. that stuff. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Bring it on. So, okay. So my idea for this podcast Great idea. was to reach out to you guys and ask about dreams that you may have had, maybe something oddly specific that stuck out in your head, maybe a dream you had 10 years ago that you just haven't been able to forget or right. whatever, yeah. something recent. And we're, our plan with that is to weed through and interpret and really give you a personality analysis and tell you exactly what to do with your life so that no. you don't. <laughs> no, do not. Do not. <laughs> do not. Listen, you guys are going to have to learn. If you haven't learned yet. We want yet, you to judge yourself harshly no, based on what we're going to say. If you guys have learned anything at all, <laughs> listen to this podcast. You have to. I'm, look, I still make the mistakes sometimes. You have to take... Uh, things that Bessie says with a grain of salt. And by grain, he means like a block. A like block. Like a salt block, like a Himalayan chiseled, salt beautiful, block. therapeutic, mm, but salt nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Salt so block. just, yeah. No, <laughs> what, we are, what we are going to do is is do a quick few second. Yeah. We'll do 30 seconds of research on each one. Each yeah, one yeah. And we're kind of just... It truly doesn't mean anything but yeah. fun. And, and to be clear, we really... I mean, we're kind of just going for it and, yeah. and seeing what happens and, and how it goes. And, and I think it's it's going to be a great time. Do you want to tell us? I have a, a few doozies. Oh, I have some really good ones, too. But yes, I want to talk about some of ours. Uh, who's going first? You or me? Because I have, I have, I think, three that I can. I, yeah, three that I can think of right now that I have. One of them has switched. Mm-hmm. But I have three that I can think of right away. Who's going first? Uh, go for it. Me? You're yeah. You're ready. You're primed. Okay. So as I've mentioned on here several times, I ran a dental lab at an office for uh, 15 years, mm-hmm. but I haven't done that in six years. Oh, at least five, something like that. But I still have dreams mm. where now it's always as if the lab was either a moved. To a new location that I'm really not comfortable with, or B, it's in the same place, but nothing is set up. Like everything is just around. Like I have to set that up. I have to set that up. I have to set that up. And I am in the weeds. Mm. I am looking at a mound of work and all of it due yesterday. Ooh. <laughs> all of it due yesterday. And I have no idea how. And I still have that dream. I bet I have that dream a couple times a month. And they're very, very similar. Any thoughts on that one, Bess? So my thought on that is your brain is still metabolizing all the stress that was associated with time constraints, getting your work done. Yeah. And you just haven't fully processed all of that, even though it's been that many years. I guess. And probably things in your life now that aren't anxiety-inducing or stressful trigger 
that <laughs> yeah 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 maybe um so i so i would guess that it's just proof that your brain is like actively working hard to process through things even while you're sleeping okay but it doesn't matter what i think we have to consult the specialists on okay this. so oh great i have dreammoods.com pulled up oh i should probably also add really quick that a lot of times i you know because my hands have been not great for years now i've had some problems with my hands and it's also the thing where i'm like i i say i can't do this anymore mm. this is it i can't my physically can't do this job anymore so it's a it's a weird thing yeah and it could also be that you're you know you're feeling like pain in your hands while mm. you're sleeping and mm. that's your brain I, is trying I've, to figure out where to put that in have, your dream movie. I have pain in my everything. Mm. So okay, so what? Okay, what is the dream? What what is the site again? Now it's now so part of the part of the trouble to do this is to figure out what exactly to search for. Yeah. Um. So I looked up work, and that is not an option. Is that like a work stress option? Nope. Okay. So I looked up schedule because okay. typically you're kind yeah. of running behind yeah. schedule. Yeah. That works. And this is what they have to say. To see a schedule in your dream suggests that you need better planning and organization in your life. Lay out your agenda, ah. your goals, and what you want to accomplish. That makes sense. Mm. I was never really great at time management, to be honest with you. So I think maybe that does have something to do with it. All right. How about this one? Oh, here's. It. Do you want to go for it? Go now? No, no. Or, go no? for it. Go for it. All right. Every single professional wrestler has the same dream. Oh, every single one? No, but a lot of us have the same dream. And if any of my wrestling friends... If you're a wrestler out there and you don't have this dream, you're a weirdo. Yeah, you're a weirdo. And that (laughs) dream is you just start tying your first boot and your music hits. Yeah. Again, we're talking time management though, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, same thing. And you're like, what do I do? You know, but that dream has turned into this. Now I stopped wrestling. I said, when I'm done wrestling, I'm done wrestling. I'm not going to go back. Okay. I'm not going to be one of those guys who stops wrestling and then comes back and does a bunch of matches. This is not something that I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm yeah. just saying when it's done, it's done. You know, you and were I was ready to make a clear cut date and then done. T- and right. And, and I was, yeah. and to be clear, I was one of the few guys who was, who was, able to go out on his own terms, go out when he said he was going to go out and also said when, you know, when I'm done, I'm done. And had you know? an awesome story built around it. Amazing story. It was sto- so fun. It was a great storyline. It went on for months. Man. And what an amazing send off. People, you yeah, know. Yeah, it was so yeah important the crowd gave me such a beautiful send-off and yeah. i mean yeah it was really really the great people that followed along in that story at the end of end of johnny idol's journey yeah all know how special that was nope. it was really significant yes. i was so honored to be able to be Thank witness you. to it yeah so my dream is now i'm either <laughs> a in my gear and ready to go through the curtain for a match and i say what, what am I doing? doing? Why? I said I wasn't going to do this and here I'm doing it. And like the promoter will be right there and I'll try to talk. To, it's often Tunis. Okay. And I'm like, what am I going to say now? I'm supposed to, my music's about to hit. Or I just had another match 
and I went fine, nothing special, mm. not even important, just a, just a throwaway show, nothing really big, and I kind of just have a regular match, you know, that, hey, I got you working with such and such tonight, no real storyline, which is, that's a big part of wrestling, and it's, it's great, it's a fine thing, but I walk back, and I'm like, what have I just done? Yeah. What did I just do? So I have, I have that dream a lot. The, the first one doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, you have a lot of dreams where you have a sudden moment of what have I done? Panic. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And so, well, I I looked up the word late because you talked about tying your boot and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that says to dream that you are late signifies your fear of change and your ambivalence about seizing an opportunity. You may feel unready, unworthy, or unsupported in your current circumstances. Oh, see, it's your fault. It's my fault. Yeah. Additionally, you may be overwhelmed or conflicted with decisions about your future. Time is running out and you no longer have time to accomplish all the things you want. Alternatively, being late in your dream could be telling you that it is better late than never. Interesting. So it depends on what you want to take from that. Hmm as is all advice and answered no questions life. certainly didn't answer the question about my new one where i like i'm either about to go wrestle or i had just wrestled yeah so why don't we look up the word panic, <laughs> panic. <laughs> <laughs> because that seems to be a common thread oh yeah that is not a word on here okay then don't worry about it Do, i have another one panic you, does not exist in dreams apparently. can you look up uh, <laughs> can you look up poop Sure. Because the third one that I have often is I'm usually in a place that has plenty of bathrooms. And plenty of poop. I have to poop. (laughs) I'm in dire need of dropping heat. Okay. And there's a bunch of bathrooms, but like for some reason... I can't, you can't use, them. use them like they'll be like it's the toilet is overflowing or this one's out of order and I'm walking around and I end up basically having to poop where there's a bunch of other people and I'm just I'm like in a, a stall with no doors uh, just dropping heat it no. you know I yeah 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 it that's a rough one <laughs> okay I, well you, I have that one a lot touched on two interesting things okay poop redirected me to feces Fizzies. And there is quite a lot. All right. Well, maybe we don't touch on that. But because... you also touched on um, being exposed in a bathroom. Yeah. Which is a specific thing that I looked up like, before. Look at, I don't care. I, I mean, nobody wants to be dumping in plain sight of a bunch of strangers. No. They're all strangers, by the way. It's all people I don't know. Yeah. Not that I would want to dump in front of people I do know. According, according to Freud... Feces is related to possession, pride, shame, money and financial matters, or aggressive acts. So to dream that you are playing with feces, well, you weren't doing that. But. Playing with feces? No, I was not playing with feces. But. I'm gonna now. I did read, because somebody else had a bathroom dream. Okay. Um, that if you dream that you are in a bathroom that has no stalls, or there's a bunch of people around, there's no privacy. That's it. It's because in your life, you're lacking privacy and you're looking for a place to be able to just be yourself in a centered place of Hmm. your own. I feel like I have plenty of privacy, but maybe I don't. I am always up in your grill. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, thanks. How about (laughs) you? You have a good dream for us? I have a lot of good dreams. When I worked nights, overnight shifts at the hospital, yeah. I would dream very, very vividly. Yeah. Um, Quick question: so, Did you have to? Were you? Did you have to be on Ambien or anything like that? Oh man, no! I had a whole 
uh, rigmarole with stuff. I ha- I took Ambia once. I hallucinated out of my mind. Oh, the fever I dreams. I didn't sleep oh, yeah. at all. No. Because I was awake looking at snowmen who were telling me what to do next. Yeah. And I was yeah, following yeah. their commands, which is oh, wild. Great. Luckily, I didn't leave the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Ambien was out. <laughs> Benadryl horrifying. would make me feel. That is a horrifying uh, like imagery. Yeah, okay. a, a right? snowman telling you. These you metal know. snowmen sitting on bags of rice and they were like, go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I did. I got up and went to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, once I realized that it wasn't real, it became funny. But I mean, you it know, was, it wasn't. I didn't sleep, so it didn't help. I mean, you know, the son of Sam was having conversations with the neighbor's dog. Just saying. Yeah, but not with metal snowmen. On That's true. Rice. Good point. So okay. I think I'm good. All right. Um. And then Benadryl would just make me feel hungover right. for like 12 hours. Right. And I just, I just had melatonin helped, but I would sweat profusely. Ugh. So it was a whole thing. And eventually I came to day shift and it took a long time, but I've sorted out my sleep hygiene. That being said, I would write down some of my more vivid dreams because they were long, like novels. I'm not going to give you all of it, but one of my favorites that I remember quite fondly <laughs> is that I was a Swedish man okay and I drove a small little car like a Yaris or something and I found myself in the middle of an African uh like desert desert okay yeah like a big wide open space or maybe it was a forest or something like that that's there, those are not two forest enti- I mean jungle wow Ugh. okay still um, a jungle is in a wide open space well, there was no people around is what I mean. Okay. So all of a sudden, I'm in my little Yaris. I'm a Swedish man. I speak only whatever Swedish people speak. I speak the language of the Swedes. And I find myself <laughs> in this African jungle by myself. I'm totally confused about how I got there. Then out comes this tribal person. And I'm thinking, great, maybe we can somehow try to communicate and yeah. I can get out of here. This guy gives me a bunch of drugs, drags me through the forest to meet the rest of the tribe, and they all start to beat me senselessly. (laughs) And I'm this Swedish man, and I'm trying to say, you know... Flirting, 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 shitting. But they won't listen. Because they don't know what you're saying. (laughs) Flirting, flirting, shitting. Just when I'm on the brink of death, they all step back and applaud. And I realized that this was just a hazing ritual. And now we're like buddies. Like we're <laughs> in it together now. So we're like comrades. We got this thing going on. We're having a party. We're playing around the fire. Life is good. And then? And I'm just like fully accepted. I don't know what happened to my car, but. That was that. Okay. Well, did you look up what that could be about? Yeah, I didn't. No. You didn't? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, okay. I don't want to know. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, that's very good. So we did, we put on the Twitter page and the Facebook page if you have Yeah, any and I dreams. shared it with, I'm in a podcast group called Sleep With Me Podcast. It's great, by the way. If you can't so sleep. So I threw it up in there and they're very sleep oriented. So we got a lot of comments from that. Yeah. If you can't sleep, go to the Sleep With Me Podcast. This guy, literally his job and he says it is to bore you to sleep. Yep. And it works. It works like every a charm. time. It's amazing. So our good friend Andy Sauer, yeah, who is just so great at uh, at contrib- who's just so great at contribute contrib- con- he's so great at sending us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> okay, I, I, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he set this uh, this three. We'll just touch on them really quick. Great. The, so one, I have a very similar one to this uh, sometimes, but it's uh, he has um, he and his wife buy an old house and it needs a ton of work, uh-huh. and they they like find it keeps going. There's more room and stuff like that, and Rebecca is super excited about it and Andy Ugh. hates it and he hates it which so it's the opposite of us I have yes. a dream often where Beckett house we stumble on like a whole other room in Beckett house and I am excited I would be excited about that you would be like no it's another no. thing we gotta worry about just keep it you know keep it tiny so more does it say anything about more that stuff more problems let's look up room to dream that you find or discover a new room suggests that you are developing new strengths and taking on new roles. You are growing emotionally. Consider what you find in the discovered room as it may indicate repressed memories, fears, or rejected emotions. Alternatively, such rooms are symbolic of neglected skills or rejected potential. Okay. So, hey, Andy. Yeah. Maybe it's time for a new oh, hobby. I, oh, or I should probably uh, also add that Rebecca has the same dream. They have it. They both have wow, very similar that's awesome. dream. Yeah, they have it a lot. So it sounds like Rebecca's able to embrace the idea of untapped potential, where Andy maybe is a little nervous about maybe tapping into something. Tapping new. into something. Let's not forget they like or they, they worked on like an old farmhouse. Yeah, he's already yeah, been, yeah. Maybe he's just like thinking back about how difficult that was. Yeah, and how, sure. And, you know, so I mean, who knows? Like we said, all of this is very heavily salted. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> his second is recurring dream is um, his second recurring dream is he's a freshman in college, but he's his current age. So he's going to college now <laughs> and he's in his 50s. What you got? To dream that you're in college indicates that you are going through some social or cultural changes. You want to expand your knowledge and awareness. It also suggests that now is a good time for you to experiment and try new things, just like the new room was telling you. See, there you go. Um, If you had gone to college in your past, then also consider your personal experiences and memories of your college days. Alternatively, the dream suggests that you will achieve your goals through perseverance and hard work. You may be going through a period of stress in your life. Okay. Now, I often have one where I go back to high school. And I don't know where my locker is. Even if I knew where my locker was, I wouldn't know the combination. I don't know where my next classroom is, and I kind of do that. So yeah, you're. I feel like your dreams are all the same. Yeah, like you're supposed to be doing something that you're not. And I can't ready for or just it's. I cannot frustrate. I cannot do it. And I'm like, what am I going to do now? Even when you're sleeping, you're stressed out. Yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) I can't wait till you have like a peaceful dream. Yet I barely, I still have all my hair and most of it isn't gray. So I'm very lucky. His third one is he he has to pee really badly and he can't find any place that's appropriate to pee. And his theory is the brain is saying, nope, you can't pee there. You can't pee there. You can't pee there. Yeah. You got to get up. You got to get up and go to the bathroom. That's exactly what it is. Is it really? Yeah. Andy, you're a genius. She just looked it up and you're a genius. That is what it is. Assess the bladder and go back to having the room about the dream about the rooms where you can now, now that you have a new set of eyes, you can look around the room a little bit better. Or how see about, what you find in there. Or how about this? Get some discovery. You're working in this uh, old house, there's more space, it's a big big you can say that'd be a perfect place for a bathroom. Yeah, maybe your next <laughs> dream will be you keep finding more bathrooms. More bathrooms. Well the, well the thing is that's mine. I find more bathrooms, but one of them has like 
yeah. crappy water dumping inadequate out of the toilet. Bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inadequate bathrooms. Yeah. Yikes. All right. So now let's tap into our comments. Let's. First, we've got Gabe. Gabe, this ought to be. Gabe was on here once before. The Gabriel Fierro, our amateur music critic. I'd love to get him back on. Am I reading this? You want to read the? Just read the first paragraph. Okay, the first paragraph. <laughs> okay, so he says this. This what you probably don't know is. I'll tell you that there's. Is this a, not a dream? The first paragraph is not a dream. The first paragraph is I dreamt that I was stranded on an island to escape. I made a raft out of dead monkeys, but had to turn back. That is a skit that Tim Meadows and Adam Sandler did on Saturday Night Live, Rude. where they were stranded on a desert island. They went crazy. They went. They went crazy from too much sun, and they made a raft out of a de- out of dead monkeys but had to turn back because it got too smelly. So, okay. That, well so done, Okay, so here's Gabe. this. Well, I don't know the reference. I wrote I know. it down. It could I know. be a good I dream. Think it's, I'm glad you wrote it down. I was hoping that's Maybe what it was. Maybe he did have this dream and they stole it from him. You know what? Yes, Gabe, get a lawyer. <laughs> All right. So there are multiple things in this that I had to sort out. Okay. A dream that you are trapped suggests that you're feeling confined and restricted in your job, career, health, or personal relationship. You may be in a rut and are tired of the same daily monotony. Okay. To see a raft in your dream indicates you have not built a firm foundation for success and there's still much work ahead. And if it's dead monkeys? To dream that you are floating on a raft suggests that you are drifting through life, not knowing where you are headed. You are confused about your purpose and direction in life. To dream of a dead monkey, which was a specific thing I could look up. (laughs) To dream of a dead monkey implies that it is time to get serious. You need to focus on some important or urgent issue. Okay. So what I I got from all of this is that the island represents confinement and life's monotonies. Taking the raft to escape is your brain entertaining the idea of reckless abandon, leaving it all behind. Yeah. But it stinks. And eventually... (laughs) You have to turn back to the grind because the grind is the only way to get through life. Okay. Well, did he send us an actual dream? No. That's what he sent? Yes. <laughs> he didn't send us anything serious? No. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Next. <laughs> next. Next is our friend Elise. <laughs> yeah. Can you gather anything from that dream? Supposed dream? Not really a dream? I think what you said makes sense. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, basically think that Gabe just wants to live his life being an immature asshat. And he can't because to be successful, he has to stick to the grind and get real. (laughs) I can't wait to tell him that we actually analyze this fake dream. That's great. Okay, so now what? This is the dream that Elise had. Where did Elise uh, comment this? On my my Facebook. On your Facebook. Okay. There was one night... I dreamt that I started a breakfast restaurant called Egg on My Face with Robert Downey Jr. And our menu consisted of exclusively throwing bacon to people from a helicopter. That sounds great. Oh, that's okay. Awesome. Great dream. Great dream. Great name for a place. Great name for a place. I would go get an omelet and I would get egg all over my face. Yeah. Because to me, that would tell me it was delicious. (laughs) All right. So, Elise... To see bacon in your dream symbolizes essentials, staples, and life supply. It may also be a play on the common phrase, bringing home the bacon, to refer to earning a living. Right. Eggs in your dream symbolize your creative potential. And to dream that you are good friends with a celebrity represents your idealized version of someone you know in your life. 
Perhaps you hope that a real-life friend can act more like a particular celebrity. Consider the qualities that you see in the celebrity and how you want your friends to have those qualities. Oh. So I think what this means for Elise she wants you to be is Robert that Dundee she's Jr. ready to embark on a creative journey, maybe make a professional change in her life and start a business possibly or something creative. And there's someone in her life that she wants to do this with and she wishes they were more like Robert Downey Jr. Well, he's very assertive these days. He Yes, he plays characters that are strong, yeah. reliant, good-natured. So maybe there's someone in your life, Elise, that you wish was uh, just doing a little bit better for And when you. it comes to the helicopter, she has to go to the Catalina wine mixer. Yes. Yes. And throw bacon down in West Springfield, please. Please do. All you want. Good one, right? I love it. That's great. Do you dream? Have you ever dream, dreamt about a celebrity? Oh, yeah. Anything that you remember? Oh, yeah. I dream all the time that like I, I, I have gone to like seven cheap trick shows in a row and, ah. and they know they know me hey how's it going good to see you that happens a lot you know all right but only right. kind of hey how's it going and you know so not really not really friendly with them but they're like oh hey you they're know, just hey. present yeah got it yeah all right this well, my, my one experience of 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 meeting cheap trick it didn't go that well <laughs> here i am i'm meeting i'm meeting my hero robin zander the guy that made me want to play fender telecasters and yeah. play rhythm guitar and sing in a band and what do i say to this man i say to him you laughed at me once <laughs> that's how that went <laughs> yeah yeah anyway all and right. he said he said did i and you we're, said, waiting, we're posing for I'm up there waiting for a picture, you know, and he says, he said, did I? And I said, yeah, but back then I had hair like you. I was kind of dressed like you. I was singing in your face. I figured I, what I say. Um, I kind of figured you, you thought you were looking in a mirror that made you not as handsome and not be able to sing as well. And he, <laughs> he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, that's probably it. Hey, look, a camera. <laughs> now, I got to say, yeah, your headline was perfect. because it sparked interest and led to a good story. And the thing you said to him was great. He probably (laughs) remembered that for at least more than three days. How many people are going up to him saying, you've been a big influence on me, you're my favorite singer, whatever. No, and I'm like, you laughed at me once. Yeah, you killed it. That's more my style, yeah. That's the way to do it. Thanks. All right, this is from our buddy Amanda. Amanda. Amanda is an old friend of mine. Uh, The first paragraph. Yeah, I got it. Amanda says, I had a reoccurring dream as a teen that I was trapped in a disgusting public bathroom. Here we go again. It yeah. looked like a nasty nightclub bathroom or something. Nice. That's, that's, that's a nightmare. Everyone can smell that. Oh yeah, you know exactly what it's called. stained tile. Even if it was Ugh. like even if it was like freshly cleaned, it just no. smells like pee and cleaner. Yeah, there's you can't no. You have to bulldoze the whole building and yeah, yeah, yeah. to get that that's to go it. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. To dream that you're in a public restroom with no stalls. Oh, this is what you were talking about. Yeah. Or that there are a lot of people around while you're trying to do your business. Yes. Signifies your frustrations about getting enough privacy. You're always putting others ahead of your own needs. As a result, you're lacking a sense of personal space. Alternatively, the dream indicates that you're having difficulties letting go of old emotions, especially if the toilet is dirty. You are afraid that if you reveal these feelings, then others around you will judge and criticize you. So what it's saying is that I'm feeling a lack of privacy because you follow me into the bathroom that is Constantly. literally the smallest room. There is literally enough room in our bathroom for two people to stand there. It's a it's tiny little bathroom. It's smaller than a coffin. And I go in there and in you come. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's what it is. All right, great. Well, good way to turn that on you. This was Amanda's dream. Whatever. 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> so Amanda, maybe you have some, maybe you have some old emotions that you need to let go of. Well, she said she had it in school, so maybe she doesn't maybe have that Maybe you anymore. had that. Maybe. Go tell your old former self that. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's one of my faves. Okay. From JPP, our J- friend Jackie. Our friend Jackie. Just the first three words. Clothing optional Wednesdays. Yeah. It's <laughs> a clothing optional Wednesday. She had a dream that she was at work and it was Wednesday and there were a bunch of naked people and she's like, what is going on? And they said, it's clothing optional Wednesday. <laughs> Great. Which I think we should institute. No, that sounds t- terrible. Less laundry. Probably better for the environment. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> So to dream that everyone is naked except you implies that there is something you are hiding from others. It may also mean that you are nervous about something. Interesting. And I think at the time, Jackie could probably figure out what it was that was afflicting her. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. The brain works in mysterious ways. It sure does. So here are the next few are from the people in that podcast group, which is a lovely place on the internet to be. So this is from Rick. This is from a guy named Rick. First three. I haven't played football in 40 years, and although I watch a game now and then, I'm not a huge fan. A few nights ago, I was on the field in my dream, and there was a fumble. I dove for the ball, and it squirted out, so I reached out to grab it and pull it in. Woke myself up as I pulled the lamp and everything else off the nightstand. That's wonderful. <laughs> Have you ever had a dream that broke through the barrier to real life? Well, what just the other night I was like talking like you it, were. Oh, I was screaming. You I, were yelling. Yeah, yeah, I dreamt that. I dreamt that uh, I walked into a room and there were two Sasquatch-like creatures, only <laughs> only total human face. And I was just trying to be like like a bear. They say like be big and be make big, noise. Yeah. And I was like I was like hey hey hey. And they're looking at me like what the fine dude. They like kind of got up and looked at me. Rolled you know, kind of. They're like way to kill the vibe. Yeah, thanks, man. And like just kind of <laughs> like slowly got up and walked away. Yeah. And in yeah. real life, you're going. Mm, ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, the answer is yes. That's great. Well, my father had a dream once that he um, was being attacked by a wild turkey. And just gave it a swift kick and kicked my mom right out of the bed. No, sir. Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that great? That's what he said. Oh, I had a dream about a a, a turkey. Yeah, it was a dream. It was a dream. (laughs) I often have a dream, and I think many people do, that you're trying to run or run away from something and you just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't understand why you can't do it. So dream me, figure it out that I can run backwards in dreams. So now when you're running away, you run backwards. Yeah, I just tell myself, oh yeah, I'm dreaming. I just have to turn around and then it's fine. I can run at full speed backwards. Interesting. Isn't that great? But nobody can run as fast backwards as they can forwards. So are you running? Dream me can. Can runs as fast as you can. That's amazing. Which is not fast. So it's fine. (laughs) So it's fine. Okay. I also found out that I can run like an ape like on the ground with my knuckles. <laughs> so my advice to other people that are running in their dreams, just flip the script, just turn it around Not and you're, you'll be good. I often have, have dreams where I can, I can like just kind of like 
float, but not like float in place. Yes. If I'm like walking down, walking somewhere, I can just a couple steps. I can float like ten feet, just kind of float. Yes, like 10 feet. Yeah, it's that happens so liberating. And I also have a dream where there is somebody that I need to punch in the face and I can't punch them in the face. Oh, you can't? Why? Can't. I physically, physically cannot. Can't. I cannot punch them in the face. And they, they for whatever I reason. why. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being emotionally restrained. I guess so. I had a dream recently. So I tried for a long time to work on getting better at vivid dreaming where yeah. you realize you're dreaming and then you can alter it and mm-hmm. have a great time. Yeah. Great time. The world is unlocked. So anytime that I'm having a vivid dream these days, I tell myself to go visit my brother. Mm. And the other night I was able to fly. Oh. A- like across counties. Oh, cool. Right? It was That's amazing. And I fun. kept having to like jump again while I was in the air oh. to keep it going because my body wanted to come back to earth and I was like, nope, just keep flying. <laughs> wow. That's great. Amazing. Amazing. All right. So Rick had this dream about football. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about it. And I found this. To dream that you're playing football or on a football field represents your competitive nature. Alternatively, you are not getting enough cooperation or support in some area of your life. You are being faced with many demanding challenges. Yeah, and I imagine too, he gets his hand on the ball and yes. it's pulled away again. Like you're always that close to, to, to getting it right. Yeah, it's right at your fingertips. Right at your fingertips and off it goes. Rick, we believe in you. We believe in you, Rick. Keep getting that football. Yeah, man. All right. This dream is from, I don't want to say it wrong. I want to say Wendy, W-E-N-D-E. Maybe it's just Wend. Wenday. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. But here's Wendy's dream. Oh, that's a nice long one. I love how she I love how she says it. This is great the way she says it. A long, detailed, linear n- narrative of a dream I will never forget summarized. I, I, yeah. I want to have a conversation with this person. That's great. I was a leader of an underground rebellion against an evil empress with extremely long hair. Her soldiers shot at me and threw trash cans at me. Mm. My girlfriend betrayed me and led me to this guy in my office who was a smug asshole drinking from a tumbler in an underground office full of leather-bound books. Mm. He took me to the Empress's dinner party, after which I was to be executed with my girlfriend. She and I discovered razor blades hidden in our napkins, and we slit everyone's throat. The end. Amazing. Boy, that took a, a turn. Quick, that took a quick turn. Oh, I mean, that good. was like, let's just a quick 90 degree turn. I mean, wow. So good. Okay. Lots to unpack here. All right. What are your thoughts? What do you think this would mean? I have no idea. I don't know. If you had a client that had this dream, what would you tell them? A client? Yeah. What what, what, what kind of client? How, why client do I have clients? A client that would tell you a dream. But why do I have clients? Uh, to tell them what their dreams are. What would you tell your client? What's a, what advice or what analyzation okay. That would kind you of make? tells me maybe... Um, she is faced with some stressful situations mm. and, um, the dream is, uh, is telling her to, 
to fight for it, you it, it will work out. Oh, that's terrible. I felt under pressure. Okay. I love it. Good work. What do you got? What is it? I'm way off, I know, but what do you got? Oh, no. There is no right or wrong. Dream analysis, that's the golden thing about any of this That's what I think. Like, we're talking about about Rick with his football. Yeah. She's like, I'm in a dangerous situation, and I can fight my way out of this. I know I can get out. You can rally. It doesn't necessarily mean physically fight, but, you know, yeah. You you can rally through. Right. You got it. Cool. I love it. All right, to dream that you are a rebel indicates that you need to stand up for yourself and be your own person, even though it may go against the masses. It's time to take action. To see violence in your dream indicates unexpressed anger or rage. You need more discipline in your life. To dream that the violence is directed to yourself represents self-punishment and guilt. You may be feeling helpless or vulnerable in some area of your life. To dream that someone has betrayed you indicates self-pity. You are feeling sorry for yourself. Killing represents the killing off of the old parts and old habits. To see or use a razor blade in your dream symbolizes precision and accuracy in what you do. Violence toward others in your dream suggests that you may be fighting or struggling against aspects of your own self. So what I summarized from this summary... Of the summarized dream, yeah, <laughs> is you see yourself as an endurer, maybe a silent sufferer, holding internal space for something in your past that has caused guilt or shame, whether or not it's warranted. You've lived under that feeling of oppression long enough and are ready to stand up to it, done punishing yourself, but you still have empathy, empathy for your former self. Precision and accuracy is needed in slicing off aspects of yourself that are no longer welcome. Oh, all right. Mm. All right. Here's one from Donna. Donna went to a black tie party and cussed some guy out well enough to make a sailor blush and a truck driver leave the room. Okay. (laughs) Good for her. I wonder if the sailor was actually there and the truck driver was actually there. You know what I mean? (laughs) In the dream. And the truck driver was like, I'm out. The sailor you know, like got embarrassed. Like, so the sailor's like, oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> okay. I love that dream. She's at a formal affair and this yeah. happens. What's it say? It says to dream of fancy things indicates that you are putting up a facade and hiding your true self. You are trying to divert attention to unimportant things. To dream that you are swearing suggests that you need to stop allowing others to harass you. You need to stand up for yourself and don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. Great. So my synopsis was that she's a nice girl, but don't mess with her. Don't mess with her. Yeah. yeah. She knows she's not a pushover. All right. I got one last one. Oh, I actually have three more, but. Well, we can do a quick run through of them if you want, if we just want to kind of tighten it up a little. Okay. This one is from Yasira. Yasira. That's a great name. This one time I lived in a painting of a shipwreck in a kind of but not really abandoned house and I escaped the painting but had to go back to gather jewelry boxes that were scattered on the beach. I figured out that I was looking for the key to exit the locked room that the painting was in. Oh, Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. That's very much the room game. Yeah. Yeah, that could totally be made into like an interactive adventure game. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that dream. what, what What did it say about it? To see a picture in your dream symbolizes a mental imprint that remains persistent in your mind. Your actions are irreversible. There is no turning back in what you do. Also consider the phrases, picture this, or seeing the big picture in Mm. a situation. Oh, yeah. 
To see or dream that you are shipwrecked suggests that you are experiencing some emotional conflict, are having difficulties in expressing your feelings. Additionally, the dream means that you are ready to confront some issues in your subconscious. To dream that you are trapped or caught in a trap suggests that you're feeling confined and restricted. To see a jewelry box in a dream represents your sense of self-worth, self-value, and potential. You need to unleash your stored potential and quit keeping it hidden. To see a key in your dream symbolizes opportunities, access, control, secrets, freedom, knowledge, or responsibility. So basically anything. You may be locking away your own inner feelings and emotions, or you are unlocking the answer to some problem. Hmm. So I think in total it means that she's or he is taking a step back to see the big picture of life, searching within themselves to and using positive aspects of of themselves to find a solution to an issue that's been potentially holding them back. Wow. Mm. Mm. It's a blessed journey, this life. It is, right? All right. Julie's. You're going to like this one. Julie. Julie says, I have had two dreams where I was entrusted with the knowledge of Brock Lesnar's secret identity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's interesting. So this goes back to the thing that we were looked up with Robert Downey Jr. Right. When you see a celebrity or have a celebrity presence in your dream, it doesn't have to do with that person. It has to do with someone in your life that may or may not have similar qualities as that person. All right. Which I think is so interesting. It is really interesting. I don't think I often dream of like known people. It's usually me being a Swedish man or... (laughs) Me being investigating a murder on a boat that has a person with a computer head, like whoa! How do we stuff. how do we slip over that one? That's a long one too, very long one. That's one we'll have to do another time, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought about Julie, uh, Julie, that maybe she knows the truth about someone who pretends to be an imposing figure, oh. and she knows like their vulnerabilities. Oh. So in a in a negative light. Maybe she knows something condemning about a bad guy in her life. And positive view is maybe a friend that she regards as emotionally strong confided something in her. Ah. Ah. I wonder if too, like like there's uh, somebody who is like, she's just wondering if somebody is really the way they are too. Yeah. And "Hmm." she's the one that was entrusted with the real knowledge. Yeah. 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 Very good. All right. Last one. I love that Brock Lesnar made an appearance. Yeah, that's great. Who knew? (laughs) Who knew? All right, last one's from Sarah. Sarah, your sister, Sarah? Nope. Oh, okay. Maybe someone's sister. I don't know. Okay. I had a dream that I woke up and my house was filled with groundhogs. It's great. Like 100 of them. I freaked because I knew my husband would think I let them in on purpose because I love animals. So I was rushing to get them out by throwing them in backpacks and letting them go outside when my husband came home. And I didn't realize it was him. It was him. And I was like, quick, no questions. Just grab a bag and start start filling. That's great. Joe will kill me if he sees them. So he, so he did. And he went to grab the black one that was following me and i told him no not him that one loves me and that's when i woke up that was about 13 years ago and after i told 
told him about it. My husband still throws, but this one loves me at me when it comes to furry critters. Isn't that great? great. What a great dream. So she's like frantically trying to get these groundhogs out. And then he comes in the room. She doesn't even realize it's him. And she's like, just help me get these out because my my husband's going to kill me. And it's him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So funny. So I, so like, how do you look this up? You know, to see a groundhog in your dream represents subconscious material that is coming to the surface you are ready to confront some news oh oh to see your husband in your dream signifies the work the waking relationship with your husband and the subconscious feelings you have towards him consider also the symbolism of the pet that you see or purchase and how you may need to incorporate certain qualities of the animal into your own self alternatively the dream implies that you are searching for love and acceptance yeah i was gonna say yeah Right. Right. So, so as far as her husband goes, I think it was pretty telling that he had her back, even when she thought he would be mad. Yeah. Like they're truly partners. Yeah. And then, as far as incorporating certain qualities of the animal into yourself, maybe you need to love your own self. Maybe right. Like that little critter loves you. Maybe right. Right. That's great. Isn't that cute? A hundred groundhogs in your house. Hey, how'd she count them all? With her fingers and toes, I think. Yeah, but did they sit still? Like, let me count you? Maybe she marked them. Ah. Nail polish or something. <laughs> she stapled letters. Yeah. <laughs> she was sta- or as she was tossing them out in the backpacks. She was no, like, she, one. No, she stapled numbers to them. Chink, Perfect. Chink. Yeah, yeah. Aw. <laughs> That's great. Hey, great work. Thanks Thanks, that. that was so fun. That was really awesome. All right, guys, we have one constant on this podcast, and we call it... The Final Three. Pew, 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 pew. All right, so I meant to talk about this earlier. I have to start taking notes. I have to write down notes about things I want to talk about and when I want to talk about them because I because I get all jumbled up. I hit my head way too many times and it just doesn't work right. <laughs> things are things are scrambled up there a little bit. So egg on my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So our thing has been: Have you had any exciting snack ventures lately? But yeah. I think what we're going to talk about this week instead. A because different adventure. It's a totally different adventure. We decided that all this week it is going to be a a meatless week. Yeah. No meat and no meat substitutes either. Like we're doing eggs. Yeah. Oh but yeah. But no, like no, yeah. And like like we're about to go and make a delicious uh, vegetarian lasagna. Oh, I'm so excited! I made fresh dough this morning for the noodles. Yeah. And uh, we'll do eggplant, mushroom, ricotta. Yeah. lasagna sounds great right I'm so excited i'm really excited about it it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah it, it, and it's been fun to do new recipes purposefully yeah. we did um veggie enchiladas that were amazing amazing absolutely would do those again. And i think with so, a couple small tweaks i think the stuffed peppers from last night would have been yeah, fantastic the stuffed peppers were great but they definitely needed like a binding like a rice or yeah, something quinoa like or something inside yeah. we just did we did enchilada stuffed peppers because we had so much filling left over but it could have used some more rice in there i have to be honest i didn't think it was going to work out because we have been talking oh. for a while about doing like uh doing meatless mondays yeah right and we could never get <laughs> we, it, we just have... would always forget yeah so i approached you with this and you just yeah. dove right into it. Well, I think also when you do like one day meatless, right? You don't have to change really anything in your grocery habits or whatever. It's just right. like what you have on hand, you still use. You just don't put meat in it. And for this, it was a full week of it, so we had to kind of 
be purposeful in what produce we were buying yeah. when we're using what so right. nothing is going bad and just kind of like managing things differently which right. has been a really fun change in our flow yeah it's been cool yeah and, and we enjoy cooking together anyway yeah. so it really it's been it really hasn't been that difficult yeah. mind you we still we have make up our dinners on the fly it's like yeah. oh we've got this 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 we'll throw this together yeah, but this is taking so some to, like, planning thoughtful uh, meal prep almost throughout yeah. the week, you know? I'm so it's been excited really to make fun. lasagna. I'm really looking Me forward too. to it. Yeah, Me too. Me too. What a way to end the week. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, question number two. Uh, what is the last movie you saw? And without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Have you seen a movie? <laughs> Didn't we watch one? We watched Godzilla. We watched Godzilla, King of Monsters. It was okay. It was okay. The special effects were great, but I just found so many. It was shot so close up at times that you had no idea what no was idea going what on. No idea what was going on. You know, the I just... only redeeming quality was that there was Godzilla. Yeah, great special effects and a, a Godzilla movie. Ha- the The lower limit is two stars. Like they, it can't go lower than <laughs> yeah. that because if Godzilla's there, it's worth I just, something. I just find the guy who was the the leading man in the movie. I just thought he is just he's just. He's not good, uh, you know. And then yeah. like, then like Millie Bobby Brown is in it, and she's great from from Stranger Things. She's in it. She plays like the lead, yeah, the the girl in it. She plays the leading man's daughter. She's, she's a fantastic. Gem. But like, there's this huge explosion, and everybody's like running for cover and ducking so they don't get taken out by debris. And she's just standing there with her uh, yeah, eyes yeah, wide yeah, open, yeah, defiantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just little things like that. And well, just the, she is L. I mean, that's true. That's true, but it was okay. I also watched. <laughs> if you need something that's she had a just small nosebleed at the very end of that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this like this really great, terrible movie called Killing Hasselhoff. Oh my gosh, you guys! Poor Bess. She Don't watch to... this while your partner is sleeping. Yeah, you, you have to work in the morning. I have all day to do nothing the next day. Uh, I have a, a, a full day of nothingness planned. Right? Suddenly, somebody's playing the trumpet next to it's me. It's about it's about two in the morning, and there's this one. It's the little things that get me. It'll be like a it'll be like a a facial expression or just a quick little reaction to something that kills me. Like there's a, one thing that Bill Hader does with uh, Herb Welch. He oh, did it on Saturday Night yes. Live. And there's this one, again, it was about two in the morning. You had to work the next day. <laughs> and and somebody yells out, Herb Welch, you suck. And he turns around and goes, thank you. And there's a little point at him. Oh. And I I almost blacked out. Glorious. Well, this one was somebody says something to David Hasselhoff and his reaction to what the guy says just kill it's just a sudden half a second thing oh like that and it, 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 i found it and i literally went like yeah he did two in the morning you it's like is work. that a trumpet is that an elephant what's so, happening where am i so i go i go into <laughs> i got up and i went into the bathroom and i'm just like i'm just i have i'll just go away and, and i just couldn't stop i couldn't stop yeah and and I was like partially upset because it had taken me a while to fall asleep. But I was also, it was such a warming feeling. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing along with you because of the oh. genuine laugh that was coming out of you. It was just oh, the I, best. I, I wished I could have been awake and, you know, enjoying the laugh with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, the cast was great. It uh, was so funny that I couldn't even be upset, even though I was upset. Yeah, you were so upset. I apologize <laughs> a thousand times. No, I felt you, so no bad. need, no need. Like Ken Jeong is in it, and Jim Jeffries is a comedian, and then the guy who—it's the guy who. There's an Australian guy who who 
pulls up in a truck in the Jumanji movies and kind of gives them a rundown of yes. what their quest is. Yes. That guy's in it. The non-playable character. Yeah, he, right. The non- he, yeah, he's he, in it. I can't remember his name. I feel he's bad. He's great. John Lovitz plays Hasselhoff's like best friend and manager. And it's just this a really ridiculous movie. A whole... It, the, the the concept is he needs a ton of money fast and he's in a death pool, yeah. a celebrity death pool. And every year they've been doing a group of friends have been doing this forever. And and yeah. every year he picks Hasselhoff. He has, you know, and, and now it's up over a half million dollars. Wow. And he needs close to a half million dollars. It's so, a great premise. So he's going to go kill Hasselhoff so he can get the money. Who knows? Maybe we'll watch that tonight. I'd watch it again. It's awful, but it's I so to play the trumpet. stupid and funny and just uh but so give it a watch and we, we can also say this really quick we are we just started season two of barry <gasps> get with, out yeah barry with with bill on hader HBO on Max. hbo and it is so good the show the range uh-huh. he shows in this the range he shows he is an amazing yeah. actor he the, is yeah man is there anyone better no, no. he's amazing he is n- number one yeah out of a pool of just one. He's plus, like on a different level. Plus Fonzie's in it. The Fonz is in it. So that's Man, cool. Yeah, but, yeah. So give it's give it a... freaking great. I know it's not a movie, but give it a shot. Maybe yeah. we'll adjust the... We have to figure the final three. We'll adjust it to like, have you watched anything lately? And without any spoilers, mm, any yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. might be a good thing. All okay, right, cool. I'm real excited about this last one. Me too. Question three. Do you have a local small business that you are not directly, that's very important, directly <laughs> affiliated with that you would like to plug? Go now, ahead. Here's the thing. My family... I come from a family of small of of a small business a small little precious gem of a business in Holyoke yeah. Massachusetts called Eddie's Furniture yeah and it was did originally... you say Springfield, Massachusetts? You said Springfield, Massachusetts. Did I? I don't know. Maybe no, I think I said Holyoke. Holyoke, Massachusetts. Yeah. You wanted to make a bet on it? Well, winner yeah. gets a high five. Okay. All right. Go. Uh, all right. So originally, uh, my family was uh, deep within the horse business realm. Yeah. And after one of the wars, I don't know history, they <laughs> were out of the horse business because the cars yeah, were around. because cars came around. And yeah. got into furniture business, left the barn the same way. Same barn. Cleaned out the hay and put in a couple couches. Yeah. And since then, we've been selling furniture. So my dad took over the business from my grandfather, Eddie, and it's this precious little place that is truly the essence of small business. It is. They they do everything by hand. Everything is, you know, if they have a correction to make, it's permanent black marker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's taped together. Any updated policies they have are all rewritten on a new piece of paper and taped with scotch tape over the other one. Over the other one, yeah. There's family photos all over the office. Like, this is a true it and is true. It's a time machine. It's great. Through I love and through it. small business. And I've always hesitated on bringing it up because I don't want to seem like I'm peddling my own family's thing. However, we now have a reason to really yeah, talk man. about it. Yeah, man. I look at. I talk about it often. I have my share of, of, of health problems and I'm just, I couldn't, there's just come a time now where I can't find a comfortable place to sit in the house. Okay. So mm. we needed a new couch. If anybody wants to send over some empathy, this is a good cause. Should I have not said that? No. Okay. That's appropriate. <laughs> it's hard to sort through all this pain all the time. Yeah. Whatever. And whatever intervention we can do to 
yeah. make life easier in any aspect is worth it. I like I wanted to get a I was thinking about let's get a recliner, but A, where are we gonna put a recliner? B yeah. I, I, I wanna be able to sit on a couch with you and watch something, you know? And yeah. and you were just like, You wanna go buy a couch? Let's go buy a couch. Yeah, I I'm so sorry that I didn't realize the need for that soon yeah i'm super mad at you about it i know um, i can tell so but You're of course wake me up again and of course the, the some cou- other funny movie yeah 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 yeah. it's good revenge of course the couch that we the that we like the most is back ordered to the end of march but anyway there you go so we headed up there that same day met your mom up there met my mom up there everybody's wearing masks nobody came within six feet of nope. us we great. were able to see all of their merchandise in the warehouse felt totally safe yeah and made a purchase super smooth i'm so excited yeah and so they're gonna call us when it's here when it's in stock and set up a delivery date they'll take our couch from us i think there's a 20 dollars fee to remove your existing furniture so they'll take that and do whatever it is that they do with it they do a lot of work with housing the housing authority which has been amazing because they've been able to provide a lot of the furniture for for the housing units um for Holyoke, I, I love that Holyoke uses a small business for that yeah, when they could go with like a wholesale. They absolutely could, sure. Um, but they, you know, Eddie's tries to give them a good deal and work yeah. with them. So that's been awesome. There's great, like truly good people yeah. that love you. And my, if you go in there and my Uncle Peter's working, he will remember your name. He's he will so remember kind. what you talked about the last time. There's usually a baseball game on if it's baseball season. Mm-hmm. There's wood in the fireplace. You guys, seriously. Go. Check it I out. I can't endorse it more, even if I wasn't related. Yeah. I would find the charm in this place. I like going there and just... Yeah. just, like, just yeah. All my... Trudging my, around. My late brother worked there in the in the warehouse and uh all the men that work in there now are close friends with him and man it's it fills my heart it does it's great yeah, yeah. cool good stuff that's a, that's a good one i like it yeah thanks right thanks on for that yeah sure anything else Bess? no i think that's it guys thank you so much for listening if you haven't subscribed wherever you listen to us please do and please like our pages on facebook and twitter at idle chat podcast and we will see you See you next week. Next week. At some point. We have a really fun idea for next week. Yeah, we do. Yeah, real fun idea for next week. It's going to be really ridiculous. Hope you enjoy it. See you guys. Bye. Bye.